I mean, we need to stop thinking about the now and start thinking about the future because there are a ton of tech giants out there that are trying to kill all of us. Listening to the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network podcast, hashtag the network. This is episode 11 brought to you by Great Lakes Poured Walls. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Michigan Real Estate Investor Network, hashtag the network. We're going to bring you another great show today, like always, guys. Uh, we got great people here with us today. And what we're going to do is we're going to kick it off and I'm going to let them introduce themselves so you can hear a little bit about their story. And then we can go from there so everybody knows what's going on. Frank, we ready to get this rolling? Oh, yeah. All right. We will start off with you. Sure. All right. Uh, my name is Kara Kennedy. I'm a full-time civil engineer and transitioning into investing. I've been in my education phase for about four months. Um, I've picked my specialty. I'm working with a partner to get a small multifamily home. So anything from a duplex to a quad um, in Oakland or Macomb, we're looking. And then I work with two other um, senior partners in the syndication field and just growing an investor network uh, for projects like that. Oh, good, good. Yeah. All right. You, sir. Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Chris Hubble, and I am the founder of a real estate team called Inked Michigan Realty. Um, I got into real estate about two and a half years ago, was a retail store manager for about 12 years. Um, got into real estate when I bought my first home because I, I went through the process, had a great agent, but... I went through the process without really knowing what came next. And uh, that inspired me to go about this in a different way, to go about this in a way where I could educate and inform my audience and my clients and help people go through this process well-educated and informed so that they can make the best decision for them and their family. Um, so about a year and a half ago, I started my team, Inked Michigan Realty. Um, and over the last six months or so, we've quickly grown to a team of five um, and we, we really specialize on the digital marketing side of things, doing videography, photography, Matterport, True 3D tours, and then really, really specialize in social media and producing content. Try to produce content at scale. Um, so we try and do three to five videos a week, if not more, and, and just try and stand out and provide people education and give back more to our clients than what we're taking because that's what it's really all about is the people. It's not about the paycheck that ends up in my pocket. It's about helping someone through one of the largest transactions of their entire life and being able to do so with compassion and empathy. And I mean, when, when you function in a way like that, I mean, it, it really makes this career not a career at all, but something that I can truly go in and be passionate about day in and day out um, and, and just help families, family after family, help them find their dream home, their forever home. And that's so rewarding to me. Great. Great. That sounds great. Frank, introduce yourself. Uh, Frank Alcini, CPA, investor, a um, little bit of everything. Uh, a lot of you see me around uh, and been working with investors in different capacities uh, for almost 20 years now. Uh, and that's me. That's you. Okay. <laughs> and everybody, I've, I've told my story many times. My name is Jeff Shep. I'm a real estate investor locally here. I do a lot in Detroit. 
Um, but what we're going to do today is we're going to focus in on our two guests and, and Frank, and we're going to bring this around a little bit and try to get everybody a little bit of education and what's going on out there. Now, you're just starting out, Kara. You're just getting into it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and you're, what do you do full-time? You have a full-time job, right? Yeah, I'm a civil engineer. So I come uh, from a background. I, I did foundation engineering for years. Now I'm doing more uh, road design work. And a lot of that involves project scoping and budgeting, managing projects, managing contractors, stuff like that. So it's a nice transition like to go into real estate where, in theory, a lot of what you do is management. Um, yeah. So I'm looking to kind of branch out and the the theory of passive income where the proportion of my dollar that i'm making is not reliant on my time is yeah. what drew me to this industry so yeah and yeah. that will i mean it's it's everybody dreams about getting out of their nine to five mm-hmm. very few people truly chase it it right. sounds like you're chasing it with you're, you're everything to- <laughs> i am yeah i mean well i've got a long commute so i listen to podcasts oh, every day i heard okay. about the network and you know i'm just eating up everything i can been reading books and i've been education phase so i mean i'm just learning about everything i just started picking a niche so now it's trying to hone in and find my project find my specific areas and grow so l- let's pick up on that a little bit you just said that you just pick your slot where you want to go right and you're saying it's like small multi-families to start with you're not looking at single families really from what you're saying right yeah I'm trying to do things where I can learn how to scale and also find something with a little bit more stability um, in the times of market ups and downs so that's where multis have an interest to me you know if I need to I can house hack if I want to save money on my own mortgage um, if I need to rehab a unit, I could have a tenant living in one and I can rehab the other. So just something with a little bit more stability and then just the time to manage one property, have one roof to fix, have one garage roof to replace, you know, yeah. is, is more appealing. So. Yeah. It just makes more sense when you look at it, especially if your, your end goal is to replace your income. When you look at the route you're going, it's like, it's a lot easier than single families, you know, a whole lot easier. And Chris, you are, you're a real estate agent. You have a team underneath you. Yes, sir. And you're actively out there. It sounds like the thing that I caught from your introduction there that I really liked it. It's, this is a passion, not just a job with you. This is a lifestyle that you're trying to create, which is that's what you want to hear. That's what makes it where you'll make it the long haul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like I said, I had a, a background of 12 years in retail management and, you know, I, I thought I was content with that. And like, that's what I was going to continue my whole life. I was just super, super young and naive. Um, <laughs> and, and then, then I had my first child. Um, so I've got a three-year-old, his name's Kit. Um, and when, when I had, when we had our first child and I bought my first house, it was kind of like an eye opener. I really enjoyed the experience of going through the sales process. And like I said, I mean, my, my agent was great, but I felt like more education could have been involved. And I, I instantly, while going through the process decided like, that's what I was going to do. And I mean, I made the decision before closing on the house. Obviously I did it smartly. I didn't, I didn't quit my nine to five job until after I closed on on the house, but I started taking, so, so I started taking my real estate courses. For anyone out there, don't do that. If you're planning on becoming an entrepreneur and switching career paths, make sure you close on your home loan first because that could be a huge problem for you. Um, but so I jumped into the classes immediately while I was still uh, going through the home purchase. And then as soon as I closed on the house, I essentially was like, yo, boss, you got two weeks and I'm gone. 
um, jumped in full time, which was terrifying. I mean, coming from a place where I had a certain salary, so I made X amount of dollars every two weeks and jumping into something that is fully commission based was the most terrifying thing I've ever done, but also the most rewarding thing I've ever done. I mean, it allowed me to to start building my own legacy, to start creating something for for myself and for my family and get out of that nine to five um, that everyone's chasing. But it's, I mean, it's, it's more than just talk, guys. It's really about taking the action behind it. I mean, there's so many people out there that want to be an entrepreneur, but when it comes time to make that decision, they sit back and listen to more and more podcasts instead of taking action. Um, so that's one of the biggest things I can say is just just take action in it. And I mean, what I've built everything around is essentially caring about people. Like, I, I've never I've never been in this for the money. Like the first year I was in it, I I tried following all of the the methods that everyone tells you need to do. I mean, just just cold call and you're gonna make it. And like you know, I tried that, but like I could tell people hated it, so I. I spent a lot of money in the first year trying to figure out other ways that worked. I mean, it's it's 2019. It's the digital age. There's got to be something else out there. And I wasted a ton of money. Um, and then I finally discovered kind of what worked for me. Um, and while cold calling works for some people, we, we still do cold call. It's just kind of in a different way. So we call it circle prospecting. So it's from a place of help um, instead of just calling for sale by owners and chasing their listings. Um, so we actually call around neighborhoods that we sold a house in and the script essentially goes something like, Hey, Mr. Jones, you know, we sold a house over here at one, two, three main street. We were just reaching out to see if there's anything in the world that we can do for you. And I mean, that's, that's really what it's about. It's not about chasing the next deal. It's about helping people and the world tends to reward you when you approach life like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that combined with the whole, the whole digital marketing side of things that we, so we call it our inked intelligence marketing plan. I mean, that's really where we strive and as just kind of taking real estate into the future. I mean, being the new look of real estate and not, not being the same old real estate agents or real estate team that you see across the world. I mean, I, we recently um, took out a listing where the, the seller fired their past client because he listed her home with very dimly lit photos that made the house just not show well at all. And it's like, it's 2019, the iPhone 11 exists. Like yeah. buy it, take photos with it and sell a house the right way. Like it's, it's not that difficult, but like it's become the market we're in. I mean, being such a strong market, it's become a place where just anybody can get into real estate and make money. So people have gotten lazy. They stopped working sure. for their money and they're giving us a bad name. I mean, like, if, if you guys out there listening, like think realtor and you think like the biggest, the greatest American scam, which is one of the comments I've gotten recently, I totally agree with you. Like there's <laughs> not many people out there that actually try to market your home the way that it should be marketed. But there are people out there that are trying to change that perception. I mean, me and my team are on a mission to change that perception by providing value to our clients, by educating the world, and by by trying to spread the compassion and empathy, and and not just be about the transaction. Yeah, yeah that that's a key key issue in any kind of business you have, especially but in real estate is is the giving attitude. Mm -hmm. The giving attitude will get you so much more at the end. And I, I think a lot of people overmiss that. It's all about me, me, me. Don't make it about uh, me. Make it about them. Yeah. And you get more places. So much more. There there's not a there's not a solid positive ROI on give, yeah. give, give. You no. can't you can't see that ROI immediately. So so most people try it and then they just 
give up, but it's, it's about the consistency. I mean, like yeah. you just, you come from a place of value and you, you try and educate your audience and like, I, I, I promise you it's going to pay off. Like, I mean, whether, whether you're being compassionate just for the money at the end or whether you're being compassionate because that's who you truly are. I mean, it's, yeah. it's going to pay off in the end, but I mean, it's so much easier to, to build a business that way. If that's the kind of person you are, I mean, I'm a compassionate person at heart. So it's, it's difficult for me to try and come at it from a different way. But when I, when I just start being myself, um, and be compassionate towards others, it's, it's remarkable how quickly everything has taken off since I really started approaching it like that. Well, and people see through it. Like if you're being nice for the dollar signs that are at the end goal, like, yeah, people, people know the difference (laughs) when you're there to help, when you care, like, it's, it's not about that. Everyone, their home is such a like sanctuary. It's the place they care about so much. So yeah, it makes yeah. a big difference. Well, and, and especially as he's doing, dealing in the retail type setting with the right. end use buyer, it's different. I mean, as real estate yes, investors, we exactly. look at numbers. It's all about the numbers, you know, how much is this, this and this, you know, yeah. what are the number games he's dealing in emotions. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a whole and that is hard to switch sometimes for us. Mm-hmm. Like you're going in the investor realm. You're going yeah. in that path. Yeah. So to us, we always look at everything first as numbers. Sure. What's the numbers? Yeah. And if you look at it, help them first, do the numbers work out for me? Mm-hmm. Then you get in our industry, the yeah. investor industry, you get more out of that too. And you get more deals. Believe me when I tell you, you end up by getting a lot yeah. more deals. Okay. In the same sense that he is. Now you... When you're going after your multifamilies, are you marketing yeah. for them or, or what are you doing now? Uh, it's funny you say that. So marketing is my next step to learn okay. um, because I've been, you know, so heavily focused on education and joining local associations to meet people. And really, it took me three months to even learn what I wanted to specialize on. Okay. So now it's figuring out who my like avatar buyer is and figuring out a marketing strategy is my next step. So Um, I started meeting with a small group of people, just several people I've met who seem really motivated, goal oriented. They're about a year or so or less into the business. And we're just starting to have dinner like once a month to talk about what are our struggles, you know, kind of a mastermind structure. Exactly. Just to keep pushing each other. So um, marketing is one of the primary things. And actually a couple people in that group are wholesalers and they've started working with virtual assistants. So that's what I'll be looking at this month. Yeah, and Frank, yeah. you do a, you do a lot of networking and stuff like that. You are to a lot of places. What do you what do you think will be a little bit of help for her in that aspect? I mean, I think really just getting out there, learning as much as you can. Mm-hmm. I know I've seen you at the different meetups and that. And the thing is, there's a lot of information. I know you mentioned as far as the podcasts and stuff, yeah. and there's a lot of information. And I run in sometimes run into people that well, so and so said to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Well, I can find five other people and really you have to figure out what fits for you, yeah. you. Yeah, and true. I run into being a CPA, uh, working with investors of uh, all different levels. Uh, well, what's the best way I should do this? Well, I don't know. Everybody's at different points in your lives, kids, mm-hmm. family. Everybody gets, I know sometimes in the cost and first thing thinking, well, I want to save taxes or I want the cheapest service or whatever, (laughs) but really what's your longer term plan? Uh, Anybody can do a tax return. Anybody can tell you what to do, uh, but what's going to give you the most options and really weigh things out. Um, I think even in listing houses uh, nowadays, 
everybody can list a house and uh, so I know there's some listing agents that just focus on getting the listing and everybody else will sell my house and I can use crappy cell phone pictures and all that but it's really being able to market that something different and it makes that experience and anybody can sell a house but are you getting to that target buyer that's going to appreciate everything that the seller did or can you get to the proper investor that's going to be looking at your proper deal and it's really just getting out there taking in all the information kind of trying to navigate through it um, and i i'm i'm a big one constantly always learning but trying to you're gonna trip and fall and make some mistakes and sometimes it's gonna be your best education mm -hmm. it's gonna cost money but really figuring out what's best for you because I have older kids. Uh, I think you said yours is three years old. So even how I have kids and so do you, but how we look at it are going to be different situations for you and I. And uh, what makes sense for me may not make sense. And it's no different than buying a house, working on a civil engineering project, wholesaling a deal, whatever. And there's a lot of ways to do it. It's just figuring out which way works best for you. And yeah. Um, that well, that's key. Is she's figured out her niche. Yeah, he's definitely figured out his niche. He he's he's got his niche figured out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're doing a couple things. I'm doing a couple things. If you can figure out where you're going and master that particular realm, yeah, then expand to the next one. Mm -hmm. Figure it out. Get it down where you're really good. You don't have to be a master. Nobody's a master in the world, anyways. But get really good at it. Yeah. Then you go on to the next one. And, and then you figured out because you said that you were looking at syndication too. You're you're kind of playing with that because you are in a multi-family kind of, yeah. realm. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of they kind of go together really mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I eventually want to graduate into like starting to um, be a, a general partner or a management team on smaller apartment buildings. So okay. I hope in like a three to five year time span, I've learned how to syndicate. I've learned the strategies behind management and then I'm starting to run properties like, you know, around 50 units. So, Oh, there you go. So yeah, you're, you're we'll diving see. all the way into multifamily. Yeah. <laughs> you're my niche. I'm getting in. Yeah. I mean, well, and a big thing is, uh, figuring out your cash flow and the velocity yeah. of your dollars. And that's quickly what I'm learning because I was almost part of a syndication as an investor. Um, and then the deal fell through just, uh, I don't know, like a week ago, but in looking at that and looking at the investment amount I was going to put in and then what I had left to play to buy my own properties, I could quickly see, you know, yeah. my pursuit <laughs> of buying property coming to a full stop. So yeah. it really made me step back and think, how can I add value? How can I learn? But how can I keep pursuing my goals without, you know, putting myself at a stop on buying my own properties? Yeah, because so. that does happen a lot of times. People yeah. will get out there and, and they'll get at something and they'll go and they'll go and the next thing you know, your money dries up or your time dries up. And then mm -hmm. what happens? Your funnel dries up. Yeah. If your funnel dries up, you dry up because mm -hmm. you got to have the funnel constantly full. Yeah. In any kind of business, you know, in a retail setting that yeah. he's doing or an investment setting that we're doing, the funnel has to stay full because mm -hmm. when it's spitting out at the end, they're not all coming oh, to seed. you yeah. got to keep a lot going. Yeah. And it yeah. definitely is. Definitely is. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, Chris, where where are you located at? Or where are your offices at? So we started with an office in downtown Pontiac. So we actually, I, I bought my first house in downtown Pontiac in one of the historic districts. And the whole, I mean, Pontiac was never an option for me. And when we were looking for houses, I stumbled across a historic home, started looking into kind of what was happening in Pontiac. And this was about two and a half years ago. Um, so there wasn't really anything happening, but there was a small sign that something might happen. So I guess mm-hmm. from the investment standpoint, standpoint, this is my investment experience, was my own personal house. Um, we bought it with kind of a five-year plan. We're going to see what Pontiac does over the next five years, and then we're going to sell it. Um, and honestly, things are going great. Um, the city of Pontiac, I mean, if the city could get out of their own way, um, things would be going a little better. Uh, they're, they're definitely kind of uh, slowing, slowing the process down a bit. But I mean, I, my, my, my home has gone up, I mean, probably 40 grand without doing a thing to it um, just in the last two and a half years. I mean, Pontiac's really... Coming it's really around. attracting a lot of business. I mean, um, there's the new news of the Silverdome becoming Amazon's very first uh, distribution and distribution and fulfillment center in one location, as well as United Wholesale Mortgage making big strides in the city. So they actually just bought a new location across the street on South Boulevard from their current location, and will be connecting those with a skywalk over South Boulevard, which is some huge news. And there'll be a bunch of uh, additional employees coming to the town. Um, so. That's that's kind of cool there. And then we uh, recently brought in another partner to the brand, and he's in the process of, or actually almost done, opening a Shelby office. So we'll be becoming an associate broker with EXP Realty um, over in Shelby. And, and that office is just about done. So he's on a trip to Aruba right now. And then when he gets back, we'll be kind of finalizing everything and having a grand opening down there. So good. do you have a marketing video coming out about Pontiac? It sounds like you're in the uh, know. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not per se a marketing video, um, but I mean, I do, I do a ton of content. So I just, I provide educational content. I mean, I, I make multiple videos a week and like, that's, that's my thing. I mean, that's yeah. what I found that works for me. Like you were saying, um, it's really about finding whatever works for each individual. And I mean, marketing and producing content at scale and utilizing social media. I mean, social media is such a powerful tool, mm-hmm. but I mean, myself included, I wasted a couple thousand dollars in it and was like, you know, this doesn't work. Um, and then I learned how to do it the right way. And now I will swear by it up and down. I mean, I've, I've made a huge, a huge amount of success in my eyes over the last six months of like what inked Michigan realty has become in just a six month time frame. And I mean, it's all, I'll just spend by helping people. I mean, I, I haven't done anything special, but know how to utilize Facebook um, to get the name out there and producing content that educates. I'm, I'm producing content that's not asking Joe to call me for his realtor, but yeah. instead teaching Joe how to go through the process and teaching him about the struggles along the way. And I mean, that's just been huge. So no, that's, cool. that's good. That, yeah. that there's great. I'm right next to you. I kind of had to chuckle about Pontiac because I'm right next to you in Waterford. Okay. Yeah. I'm I, right I, next to him in Waterford. Down the street. Yeah, I, I'm in Kego Harbor. <laughs> Kigo. Okay, we're all right, I right was, through the outside around this one. I, I lived in Kego until I was 17. I moved nice. into Waterford for the next 10 years of my life, and now I'm in Pawnee. <laughs> so you're local expert here, yeah. folks. Yeah, okay, this is kind of fun. We're all right there together. Didn't even know it. No, oh, that's great. But it's kind of funny, and I've said that over the years, so... Uh, if Pontiac would just get out of the way, it could yep. become mm-hmm. because it, it's tried several times in That's the past to come back and and it gets blocked or somebody steps in the way or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, just come on. There's so many beautiful houses down there. Yeah. The buildings downtown. It's like, oh, 
bring it back to at least somewhat of what it used to be. Yeah. I'll yeah. take that. That uh, that really makes me think like the city getting out of their own way. The the terminology or the term analysis paralysis is such a big thing in the real estate um, yeah. like community. I think people getting out of their own way is the first step to stopping like or to starting, you know, self mastery, yeah. learning to get over that fear and just take the next leap. That's yeah. the biggest thing for me. Like I'm an action oriented person, so it came naturally to me. But I've met people who've been in the education phase for like five years, three oh, yeah. years. And you just got to learn how to take the leap, I think. Yeah, so. yeah. just step off the cliff. The step yeah. will be there or it'll hurt a little bit. Right, You'll be okay. right. Just play it safe. Start <laughs> yeah, yeah. small, you know. Yeah. Like okay. It's okay. Yeah. You're going to make mistakes regardless. So yeah. just start. Yeah, just <laughs> start. Just yeah. go with it. Fear will absolutely kill you. I mean, especially yeah. like, I mean, when creating content, a lot of people don't create content because they don't have the best mic. They don't have the best camera. Yeah. Like. Let, let me tell you, I mean, phones nowadays have a wonderful video camera on nice. them. I mean, put a phone on a stand and start recording. The first couple are going to be weird, and you're going <laughs> to judge yourself about how you look. You're going to edit it for four hours. Yes. And then as long as you stay consistent, you get better with each one, and you produce yeah. higher higher quality content, and you don't spend four hours. You spend 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, fear. Fear holding you back from making that first video because you don't have the best this or the best that. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. and and I was guilty of this before yeah. I like made my first piece of content. I was like, yeah. you know, like I need this, and then and then it's like, you know, I'm I'm just gonna create something, and yeah. I created yeah. something. The first first piece of content probably took me like six hours, and I look back on it now, and it's like that's that's garbage. <laughs> um, and just yeah. just to see, I mean, just consistency, and just keep doing right. it, and you get a little bit better each time, and eventually, I mean, you start producing pretty solid content yeah. on like i said an iphone yeah. and a 60 dollar mic you yeah. know like it's, it's, it's all you need you you, you don't you need. need all of this fancy equipment to be yeah. able to do this i mean iphone 11 is better than any any camera that oh, i've personally wow. used i mean it's yeah. okay. it's oh, insane it's, it's insane what it does take a picture at night <laughs> with an iphone 11 and it'll yeah. blow your mind yeah. um but yeah i mean a $60 lav mic and an iPhone, you can produce wonderful content. Yeah. There's so many people that are just terrified, terrified of what yeah. they're going to look like on camera, if they're not going to say the right thing. Yeah, You can edit stuff out, guys. Yeah. Like iMovie I makes it super easy. And if you want to go above and beyond that, there's a ton of other apps out there as well. So I think, though, like your fear of not taking action has to outweigh your fear of what will happen yeah. if you do. Yeah. Like yeah. finding your why is also that common trend. Like you need to know why you're going to be okay after you make that mistake and you know you cry you learn you work harder to do better the next time but when not taking action is scarier like if i look at the next 35 years and think that all reporting to fill someone else's bank account more than mine yeah i'm terrified so that's why <laughs> yeah, i'm that's here <laughs> i got to get over this exactly. i got to get over it yeah so, yeah yeah no, it's true and i guess for me like the the fear of uh failing my family is kind of what did it for me i mean i i jumped out of a career straight into a full commission-based job so it was mm -hmm. like you know i kind of i kind of started failing yeah. in my first year and i was i got to the point where it was like you know like maybe this isn't it like maybe this isn't my niche like maybe this isn't my thing and then I was like, you know what? No, like I'm, I'm not going to fail myself at this. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not going to let fear kill this for me. And like, that's when everything changed, like throw go. fear out the window and like the amount that you can accomplish is incredible. Yeah. Good no, that's you. good. And that takes, that takes a lot, a lot of guts walking away from your job, oh especially God, when you yeah. have a wife and children. It's like, okay, well, you know what though? I think what happens is it makes you step up. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, they've got to eat no matter what. I did this and they've got to eat and they've got to have a roof over their head. So you put yourself in a position and I always like being with my back against the wall too, because if you get put into a corner, Mm -hmm. you will figure it out. Oh yeah. And, And that's what he's did. I mean, but I agree with what he says. Don't quit your job. <laughs> you know, look right. at what's going on. Yeah. So many people I've seen walk away mm-hmm. and then they figure out, oh, I can't buy that house. Well, no, because you can't get financed. You're an entrepreneur now. Yep. With that W-2 job, you could have got financed. Yep. You could have got that house. <laughs> you could have did different stuff. You got mm-hmm. to figure that out. And a lot of people make that mistake. And I think that's where you're taking the path. You you like, okay, let me go a little bit slower, yeah. but I've still got this money coming in where I can fund my dreams and fund yeah. my fulfillment in life where I'm trying to go to. Yeah. And, and it, it'll make a huge difference because you'll get there. Yeah. I, yeah, know? I'm trying to build enough so that I can have some cash flow to keep the, you know, the hamster wheel going to buy more properties and yeah. then have enough left over to replace one day a week of my job. So in the next two years or so, like my company has a great, you know, work-life balance approach. They're pretty forward thinking for a consultant. Um, so eventually I hope to go down to four days a week so that I can focus on this more and then just grow from there. So, Oh, that's, that's actually yeah. a great plan though. You're baby stepping out of it. I guess you're yeah. what you call it, just stepping out, but you're yeah. in a position where you can do that. I think yeah. that's just phenomenal. Yeah. You, one little step at a time and get there to get to your goals. That's the goal. Yeah. I mean, I love my job. It's not for a lack of not liking what I do. It's more the future, like the freedom. I don't have children yet, but it's in the plan in the next few years. And then, yeah. you know, what if they have that little ballet recital or yeah, soccer game? There. Like, yeah. I want to be there. I'm volunteering for that school trip to the yeah. science center. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, no, that and with entrepreneurship, you, you can get to do that. I mean, yeah. it's like, okay. I can have my cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. And you really can in life. Yeah. You can I mean, get there. And I yes. think like you're saying, really being able to balance, balance everything with your, um, it doesn't even mean you need to step away. It's just yes. learning the different steps. And I think people do get analysis paralysis sometimes, but also the different things. And I know I've met some people that have been successful and you step back and you think, wow, they, they didn't even know how to fail uh, or what they could have failed at, which is good, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, and everything worked out. But I think really taking all that information and I think even creating the content, you know, everybody's afraid, well, I'm going to have a video on my phone. Well, just practice in your car, put yeah. it up on a mount. You don't have to share it with anybody. You're going to get better at flowing and talking and a year and a half ago, I hated talking on a mic. I uh, <laughs> didn't want to do this stuff. Uh, but the more that you do it and you think about it, one-on-one, we go meet for coffee. We can exchange ideas. and But those are the things that other people struggle with. And the same stuff when it comes to yeah. buying a house, whatever it may be. What, what questions and issues have you run into today? Great content. And you put a video out there for everybody. And I'm sure probably a lot of your stuff comes from just the real world interaction. And it's now just putting it down to the video and taking that step. Yeah, Yeah, it is. is. Absolutely. And I mean, realistically, like you can never run out of things to talk about. I mean, you run out of things to talk about. Talk about what you talked about three months ago and just do it all over again. You're not going to say it the same. It's going to be a little different. I mean, if, if anybody listens to Gary Vee, everything he says is the same thing every day, just it's a new day. And he says it again, you know what I mean? Like it's, there's, there's plenty to talk about. It's not any, 
any lack of content. I mean, that's you can you can talk about whatever's out there. I mean, you can use other people's blogs to get ideas, to generate ideas. You can talk about your day to day. I mean, what happened in real estate today for you? Oh, you yeah. can talk about an inspection that you had that went awry. I mean, there's there's so much to talk about. So it's it's not for lack of content that people aren't producing. No. It's just mm-hmm. the fact that the the analysis paralysis. Yeah, I mean, that's all it is. It's fear, hard, you know. Like, so yeah. and nowadays you're talking about talk about the same thing. I'll see people that I'll see a YouTube video and oh here's one from a year ago and here's one now. Well, I'm only gonna watch, I'm gonna watch the current one because that has to have some good stuff in it. And then yeah. sometimes I'll watch that other one too. And now <laughs> now from uh, the YouTube and the eyes and SEO, you've got two views and yeah. Yeah. you know, but everybody likes current stuff. So keep regurgitating it, not regurgitating it, but adding to it and bringing those topics. Yeah, uh, and I mean at the same time, the more people are watching, I mean the more that's building your brand i mean your brand is getting in front of them and i mean that's another huge thing i'm huge on is building building brand i mean it in a world where zillow is trying to take us out i mean there's there's so (laughs) many so many so many people fighting against us like Mm -hmm. if you're not building a brand or even like i i don't agree with people that are building a brand that's tied to their name um i i don't think that's the smartest way to go either i mean people don't want to be a part of that so what i found with like my team the whole inked michigan realty thing is like everybody that's on our team like loves it and like truly enjoys being a part of the team because like it's not chris hubble realty like we're not i'm not taking all the glory for this and it's 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 been able to i mean just bring me agents that like truly care about what we're doing like we just uh one of our new partners is the only one on the team now that doesn't have any tattoos. I mean, that's obviously where the name came from. I mean, I can't, I can't hide mine. Um, so you know, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna live by it and build a brand around it. Um, but we, we just got our first partner um, start of September that is a, a huge Macomb agent, and he doesn't have a tattoo at all. And to see how much that he's dove into this brand. I mean, he just got a custom neon sign made for the Shelby office. Um, this is, we just got inked. Um, he's the Love one that's it. doing the entire like office over there. And it's, it's beautiful. And he's just like tying in the inked brand everywhere, but he's yeah. the one of us that doesn't have a tattoo, but like <laughs> everyone can feel a part of this brand. And, yeah. and like, that's huge. I mean, that's, something we need to do for the future. I mean, we need to stop thinking about the now and start thinking about the future because there are a ton of tech giants out there that are trying to kill all of us. I mean, they're like, like sooner or later, there's going to be very few real estate agents left because I mean, technology's taken over. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, True. if you're not able to build a brand and like build a name that sticks in the back of people's minds, then like, what are you going to have left? Well, but you're going to stand out because you care. Yeah. It's about the people. Yeah. people. Like, it's yeah. it's people always first. about the people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's relationships over transactions. I mean, that's such yeah. a great saying. So totally. like that's kind of I, I follow a, a coach that like mm-hmm. that's his entire mindset is relationships over transactions. And it's yeah. so powerful, so incredibly powerful mm-hmm. when you think about the people first, like yeah. such yeah. a simple concept. But that is that, people well, forget it. it well, it, you know, make you successful in the long run. It truly mm-hmm. will. It truly will <laughs> build build a build a community, not a yeah. business, yeah. build yeah. a community and bring them in and you'll make it. Yeah, and I like that. now didn't you have something to do or something going on with a big project in Detroit or something like that? Uh, the Bishop mansion or something? Yeah. So my, uh, business partner, Antonio Rodriguez, he's got an out of state client in uh, California that recently purchased the Bishop's mansion. Well, this was in 2018, which made it the, the largest residential real estate transaction in Detroit for 2018. Mm. Um, so his clients are currently remodeling the entire mansion. So it's, I think somewhere in the neighborhood of a 50,000 square foot, which makes it, 
don't quote me on this, but I believe the 77th largest home in America, um, which which is huge. But I mean, just to see the beauty inside of that building, we recently went to it uh, about two weeks ago and the renovation is still very, very early on. But um, just just to see the beauty that that is awaiting. I mean, to to know that that's going to be coming back to life. I mean, probably by the end of 2020 is uh, when it'll all be done. But I mean. It's it's just remarkable to to see the incredible architecture in in Palmer Woods and I mean just in historic homes in general and to to see something like that being saved to the extent that it's going to be is huge. Yeah. So was that house beautiful. needing a renovation or was it not lived in at that? Um, it was it was pretty outdated. So I mean they're doing they're kind of modernizing it without losing the, the, the historic character of it. Love it. Um, so they're actually the. <clears throat> The plans for it are actually uh, in Boston, and they are under lock and key, which they can't access right now, so it's kind of slowed things down. There's construction going on um, where the floor plans, the original floor plans are being housed, and being that they're switching it over to a forced air system, they are having some trouble as far as navigating that whole oh, thing. Yeah. Um, just being <laughs> the way that homes were built back then, I mean, it's, it's yeah. pretty much... A bomb shelter um so it's not quite as easy to just put in a forced air yeah. system into something a little, like little that. bit more work so, on that yeah a little bit more so yeah work they're uh they're they're kind of tackling yeah. tackling those obstacles right now but yeah we're kind of expecting probably around the end of 2020 yeah. um is when they'll be completing that so awesome. good good that's so cool good kara i i gotta ask you because i'm sitting here and we're talking i yeah. see these books that you've got yeah i mean i heard props were allowed and props so. were allowed but what what i gotta have you show everybody yeah. Show the books and show the sides of them. I mean, sure. she is definitely doing her homework, folks. It's a couple of flags. A, a, a couple of flags there. She has definitely been doing her homework. You can tell. And she even has writing on them, folks. Okay, for yeah. people that can't see. Her flags have writing, not just yeah. flags. I mean, so everyone talks about what's get, what gets you started, you know, what gets your momentum going. So on the education side, I mean, I became an engineer, so obviously I'm okay with school. <laughs> okay with school. Um, so the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like I think pretty much everyone in real estate has read. And that was really just a mindset shift for me and a little bit of like, I don't know if it's accounting or really just cash flow of like how to shift your focus on what you're doing. Yeah. And then these books, so I started thinking like, okay, I've been working full time for about six years. I've been saving up, purchased a home and we just sold a home and moved in April. So I've got a little bit of equity in the old home. Do I want to throw it in the stock market? Where do I want to put it? Or what do I want to do with it to help it grow? And then I started thinking, I can't have someone else managing my money who cares more about them than they do me. Like, yeah. yes, they have a fiduciary duty to me, but ultimately I care the most about the future of my dollars than they <laughs> Absolutely. do. Um, so I started and this book, like I'm, I'm not a big Tony Robbins cult fan, <laughs> but this book's really neat because, um, he talked to a bunch of different experts in the financial industry and really kind of aggregated a bunch of interviews with them about different, um, philosophies behind investing and then different products. And I mean, 10 months ago, a year ago, the investing world was completely a black box to me. And I think to some extent, like some brokers keep it that way. And yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah. okay with that. So this really helped me understand, you know, what type of vehicles there are out there, how I can learn to manage my own money and the different approaches I could take to try to balance out the big highs and lows. Yeah. And then um, talking about the money per your dollar and stretching your time. 
So this book, again, it's kind of a cult book, so I don't buy into these for their <laughs> philosophy as a whole. I take a little bit of what I like from everything. Um, but the four hour work week, I think, first came out in 09 or in 12, and it's written by Timothy Ferris, Tim Ferris. Um, for short, I guess. But his big thing was learning how to leverage virtual assistants and learning how to take your business plan to reality so that your business can run nearly autonomously yeah. and you can manage. And I mean, I've got management experience from engineering. So I love working with people. I love getting stuff done. I love looking at the large scope of things and breaking it down into manageable chunks. So this book was a lot more of a blueprint than I expected it to be. I mean, it's almost an encyclopedia, about 20% of it, because he gives actual resources of how you can start a business, what virtual assistants are and where you can go to find them. And he really made entrepreneurship actually seem attainable to me. Like as a full-time employee, I mean, I bought the dogma, like do well in high school, go to a good <laughs> school, get a master's so yeah, you stand yeah. out, work full-time for a good job and be a good hard worker, yeah, good hard you know? Worker. And maximize <laughs> yeah. your 401k so it puts it in the stock market exactly. so the money managers have more cash to make. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, entrepreneurship, like I, I was homeschooled actually until grade five. So working independently, getting stuff done and being accountable to myself is one of my strong suits. So this book actually made the leap into an entrepreneurship journey actually seem attainable. Yeah. So um, I don't know, it all just kind of grew from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which by the way, I read when I was 21. So take it seriously if you're reading it now and don't wait like <laughs> eight to 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it just, I really like these. I like to read, I like to learn and take little bits of what works for my life. So these are two that really changed my, my mindset. Good. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Good for you. All right, uh, guys, we're getting ready to wrap this up today. This has been another phenomenal podcast, but what I want to do first is, is, uh, Chris, if anybody's looking to get a hold of you or need your services, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach me. I mean, really whatever works best for you. So phone number is going to be 248-934-1938. But I mean, I'm, I'm about what works best for my clients. So I mean, you want Instagram, DM me, Inked Michigan Realty. You want to Facebook message me, again, Inked Michigan Realty. You want to text me, text that number, call that number, email me at chris at inkedmichiganrealty.com. It's whatever's most convenient for my clients. So that's how you get right. a hold of me. There you go. Awesome. Kara, how about you? If people yeah. are looking to do business with you or want to help or want to learn. Great. So I'm Kara Kennedy. My first name is spelled C-A-R-A. Um, I'm very active on Bigger Pockets, so you can find me there. And uh, I'm on Facebook, the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network of Detroit, I think it is. There's a Facebook page there, so I'm getting active there as well. Thanks. There you go. Frank, how about you, buddy? Uh, either give me a call, uh, 586-805-1040 or... Uh, look me up at my office, uh, Frank at uh, Schreiber Advisors in Troy, and um, or I can be reached at email uh, or and go like my Facebook page, cpanerd.com. <laughs> All right, guys, this has been another great episode for Michigan Real Estate Investor Network, hashtag the network. And look, here's what we got. Kara, Chris, great interview. Frank, the CPA nerd. Look, guys, we appreciate you tuning in. We're going to bring more great stuff. If you need some real estate help, we got a great agent here that was here today doing a lot of great stuff. We got somebody that's coming into it, yeah. working really hard, wanting to get into multifamily. <laughs> Reach out to them. If you need some CPA work, got my man Frank here. Great guy. These are great people. 
reach out. Thanks, people. Have a great day. Thank you. You've been listening to the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network podcast. Let's call it the network. To subscribe to the show, go to www.michiganreinetwork.com where you can have the show sent right to your inbox. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to be on a future show, there's a link on the site to submit your info. The network is 100% focused on the Michigan real estate investing community. Whether you are brand new or a grizzled veteran, we want you to be a part and share the love.